Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and at Generations Church, we exist to glorify God in our community, to make disciples that make disciples, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome to the Generations Church 5-Minute Recap. Last Sunday was Father's Day, and we celebrated with some amazing food and fun. But the first thing we did was we worked through Isaiah chapter 21. This is a prophecy about the fall of Babylon, but in the middle of it, it shifts and starts to speak to God's people. And so we asked the question, why does a prophecy against Babylon matter to the people who follow God? Or simply put, why does a prophecy against a nation that no longer exists matter to those of us who just want to follow Jesus today? But the, you got to understand the context of the people. So the people of God at this time in the nation Judah are a very wayward people. They're not obedient to God. And God has warned them about the, the destruction coming to them as well. And there's another nation, Assyria, who's been persecuting the people of God. And instead of trusting in God and seeking God, the people of God or the people who should be worshiping God, they're hoping that Babylon will come in and destroy Assyria. See, God's people throughout history have struggled with trusting in earthly things more than trusting in God. All of us, especially husbands and fathers, we're to watch over ourselves and our families to see where we're truly placing our hope. And that's the message of Isaiah chapter 21. Now that chapter tells the the exact way that destruction is coming to Babylon. And if you want to read the real-time outcome of how God brings this prophecy true, you can read the story in Daniel chapter 5. It's amazing. In fact, God miraculously has this hand come in and write the destruction of the king on a wall. Just a hand. And this king calls for anyone to answer, what, what does it say? What does it say? What's written on this wall? And Daniel tells him, it means you're going to die. And he dies that night. It's an incredible, incredible story of what God does. Sometimes we can all get caught up in our own power and might. And we forget that God is sovereign over all life. We forget that the very breath we breathe is granted us by God and our days are a gift. And that's what happened to Belshazzar, the king of Babylon. But in the middle of this passage in Isaiah 21, starting in verse 6, the message shifts, and it shifts to the people of God. Now, we talked about mostly men, but this is true for all of us. But here's what Isaiah says to, uh, here's what God says to Isaiah, excuse me, starting in verse 6 says, go set a watchman, let him announce what he sees. So God calls Isaiah to be a watchman. Now, a watchman is someone who would set up high on a wall or maybe high on a hill and he would look out as far as he could see out in the distance and his job was to warn his people about invading armies or threats and so god is telling isaiah i want you to be a watchman but he's saying i also want you to teach the people to be watchmen so we said this men are called to be the physical and spiritual watchmen over our wives our children our church and our community And men today have often given over this role either to their wives or they've left it undone. Maybe even men have abdicated their role to pastors or others. But it is our job, men, as husbands and fathers, it's our job to be the watchmen, especially over our homes, our wives and our children, but also over our church and our community. So this this call to being a watchman is this image that we should be looking out and and asking, "Is is there danger in our lives? Is there a failure in our faith? Where are we trusting in human things like Judah was trusting in Babylon to save them rather than trusting in God? Verse 7 says this, When he sees riders, horsemen in pairs, riders on donkeys, riders on camels, let him listen diligently, very diligently. And so as a, as a watchman would look out into the distance, he would listen intently. He would look 
to the best of his ability to see danger coming. So a watchman is alert. God calls us to keep our eyes and ears open, being alert to any misplaced faith in our lives as if it were an invading army. Idolatry draws our heart away from God and towards things that can never save us. So we're to be continually engaged in things that keep us alert to God, such as prayer, reading God's word, fasting, etc. We also, as men, we need to engage in the church, in community, in groups, in discipleship to help us keep watch. See, engaging in life with other believers helps us, allows us to keep watch with one another. And so ultimately, these riders come, but these watchmen should have seen it, but Babylon wasn't watching, and that's a warning to us that we need to be on the lookout. We need to watch. Now there's this verse. It says in verse 10, Oh, my threshed and winnowed one, what I've heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I announce to you. And this is an image of wheat that's been threshed and winnowed, wheat that has been beaten so that the, the part that you can use is separated from the part that you can't. And it reminds us that we are to sift out the false places of worship in our lives, the the places where sin has gathered in our lives, a place where idolatry is collected in our lives. And so men, on this Father's Day, let me encourage you, be the watchman over your homes. Help us be the watchman over the church and our community.